Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, this is always a big treat. Uh, Trent Cooper, who is the showrunner for NFL 360. We've had him on the podcast many times. They tell the best stories. Uh, about the National Football League, and they have the hardware to prove it. Plenty of Emmy Awards and nominations every single year. Of course, we've talked to Trent, uh, talked to you about Devin White, about um, the soldiers, uh, football players in Afghanistan that went on to defend their freedoms. And now you've got a uh, another special coming up tonight. Uh, it's called, very simply, Purpose, and it's a story of mental illness. And I know this is Suicide uh, uh, Prevention uh, Month. Um, this is about... A couple of tight ends that were once teammates, Darren Waller and Hayden Hurst, and their battles uh, that they have had with that and addiction and other things. Um, first of all, thanks for for inviting me and joining us. I, this is terrific. It's great to see you again. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. And uh, you and I were talking before this that this is this is really the first time we've ever done one of these where the story uh, is not involving a buccaneer. And <laughs> that's right. Uh, and, and you're your 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 listeners should know that I'm from the area and I'm I'm known as the biggest bucks homer that works at the National Football League um so I'm always looking for buccaneer stories but uh we also do of course we do the national stories and I think our relationship with you guys is so cool uh and we've done so many of these together I think it's just really uh great that we can we can kind of bring you a story like this first and uh, talk to you guys about it on the air and talk to your listeners about it. This is a story that affects all of us. And it's, uh, we like to say bigger than football. Uh, and it's a big one for us tonight. And we, uh, we're really looking forward to, to sharing it with you. Now, you know, the, the format of this, I want to get into, cause it's very unique. I think first and foremost, you're a filmmaker and this is, this, this plays like a film in some respects, but it's different in that uh, we're used to seeing moderators, um, and you have done something in the past with Darren Waller that that involves Steve Smith Sr. Um, and, and his personal story. Take us uh, kind of behind the scenes and sort of like how this came to be that this becomes really sort of like you're you're watching a very private personal discussion between these two men. Yeah, well, well, for context, tonight's story is a conversation between Darren Waller, who's the you know, stud tight end for the Giants. Uh, a lot of us have him on our fantasy teams. Uh, and Hayden Hurst, who's the stud tight end for the Panthers, who had a big week in week one, and, and a lot of people are picking him up uh, today. Uh, but it's a very intimate, uh, very personal conversation between the two of them about their their collective history with mental uh, mental illness. And, and we're talking about anxiety and depression that so many of us face. We're talking about, uh, you know, self-medicating and, and, you know, how that very quickly becomes drug abuse and addiction. Uh, we're even getting all the way to suicide attempts. Uh, and this is some heavy, heavy stuff that both, both guys are talking about in a way that we're just not used to professional athletes talking about, certainly not in the prime of their career when so much is at stake for them. Um, 
with their contracts and their coaches and their GMs and, and so forth. So the fact that these guys in their prime are having this conversation is pretty groundbreaking. Uh, so the, the, the first question is why? Um, why do they do it? Why not keep this stuff private? You know, you, you've got agents, you've got managers telling you, I would imagine, you know, don't do anything that could mess up your sure. your status. Well, these these guys are they believe that the stakes are too high to to not share their story. And what I mean by that is there's too many young kids out there um, coming up that are struggling with mental illness and that need to know that they're not alone and that uh, they're not crazy. And that, and that all of us are, are having these struggles and that there's, there's absolutely a way to get help and you, you can ask for help and that's okay. And you can talk about it and that's okay. And there's tools out. So, so that's what drives, that's what gets us to the project tonight. But your question was more about, um, how we did it and, and what the, what the format was and, and how it all started. So, so to go back to what you're saying about Steve Smith senior, um, he, uh, he's a correspondent for NFL 360 uh, from time to time. Um, uh, and he's a friend and he's a phenomenal storyteller as well. And uh, he brought us the idea of, of sitting down with Darren Waller back in 2019, because Darren was uh, a former teammate of his and Darren was just about for the, just about to take off in his career. We we're just starting to hear about him. Uh, he was just starting to kick butt for the Raiders and, and he had, he had, was ready to share his story about his drug suspension and his addiction issues and all that. And Steve had just retired and Steve had written an article, a very personal article in NFL.com about his own issues with mental health. So these two former teammates sat down uh, three or four years ago and that's where all this started for us. And, and, and when, when Waller opened up to Steve, we couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe that an active player was telling these stories with no filter uh, and we couldn't believe how honest he was and raw. And here we are three or four years later, and we have an opportunity to to help Hayden Hurst share his story. And we thought maybe what if we call Darren Waller and, and see if maybe we move him into the Steve Smith role and, and maybe he gets to, to, to ask the questions and really just have the conversation that two teammates and friends might've had in a locker room. And that's, that's really where this, this idea was born. Yeah, I mean, it, it is compelling from the get-go, uh, this discussion between these two men. And, and I must admit, like, there, I learned a lot about Hayden Hurst that I didn't know. Of course, I don't cover the Ravens, but I do cover the National Football League. This guy was a uh, major league prospect. He was a baseball pitcher. Um, he played sports, of course, uh, growing up, but he had a career uh, in the Pittsburgh Pirates organization. And like a y- lot of young men uh, that get sent to Bradenton for the first time, um, it doesn't always go smoothly. All of a sudden now it's a job. Um, it's about, uh, taking care of your family, or as he said, maybe he was going to become the meal ticket, uh, for his family. And there is a certain amount of pressure and, and lots of attention on you and expectations. And for better or worse that I guess the term I would get was he kind of got the yips. He got to a position where so much of that and the the mental health part of it was affecting him on the mound to where he couldn't really do his job. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen it with, you know, when we were, when we were kids growing up, we remember Steve Sachs had the yips. Sure. Sure. Uh, and then he's sort of the first guy I remember having it, but listen, it happens and it's like a mental block. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that thing, that muscle memory that you've had your entire life and that the ability to 
put the ball where you want it and have command. And suddenly you lose that. And then, um, and it's torture. You know, it's like a golfer who's been able to drive the ball straight as an arrow, 320 yards his whole life. And suddenly everything's slicing and you don't know why. And Hayden describes it as, you know, um, his fingertips uh, would shake and get numb. Uh, and and so, you know, when you're doing all this stuff, it's embarrassing and, and yeah. you're humiliated and people are looking at you differently in your entire life. You're a guy like Hayden Hurst. You've only known one thing, and that is that you are dominating. No one can touch you. Right. You can do whatever you want in any sport. You're the biggest, baddest dude on the field. And for the first time in his life, he wasn't that. And he went through it. And we've all been through it in some capacity. Um, and he started to turn to, you know, pills and alcohol to numb that pain. And no one knew it. And no one knew how bad it was getting. And uh, then, you know, he talks about in the piece that, hey, I, you know, I, I would show up for work. I'd be still be a little bit high and I would pitch better. And I would yeah. think, hey, this is the yeah. answer. Right. And so you can see how quickly an, an 18, 19 year old kid, he's not even old enough to liter- to legally drink in a bar. Right. But you can see how quickly it can get away from you. Your parents don't even realize this is going on. You don't even realize it's going on. And before you know it, he's a full blown you know, he's in, in full-blown addiction issues with, you know, major depression. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not knowing, by, by the way, like, let's give him a lot of credit. Oh, what, man. What do you have to do to be a, throw a 90, 97 mile an hour fastball, be drafted <laughs> out of high school, it's silly, have that, that whole part of your life and career blow up. And then at age 21, walk on go back to college walk on at south carolina and say hey i'm going to play football now i've I've, i don't know how much football he played in high school i'm guessing a year or two i'm Mm going to go play football now and then three years later he's a first round draft pick uh for the ravens as as a tight end i mean really you just (laughs) go from one so 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 we're talking about exceptional talent and uh I think that's the lesson for a lot of us is like, you can be that talented and still be battling these demons that people don't see on the outside. Yeah. And, and for him, and it is, I, I agree with you. I don't know who, how anybody could have enough talent to play two sports, must let much less one in professional sports, but he did. Um, prior to that, I mean, he, he sort of the ground zero, I guess for him might've been, where he wakes up in a parking lot and a guy's knocking on the window and he really doesn't know where he is or what has happened the night before. Um, and, you know, he realizes that, that, that he certainly, you know, has to change. Like he cannot, he's, he's going to end poorly for him. Yeah. And Trent, this is a tough discussion because you talked about the honesty that he had, but um, I don't need to tell you uh, suicide is a big problem among young people, among a lot of people in life these days. I've been touched by it. There's probably five different people that I've been close to who have lost children to suicide. Uh, And it is the worst imaginable thing uh, that any of us can can think of. Um, But he got to that point. He got to the point where he, he just wanted to sort of end this pain. And he was fortunate to come through to the other side and get, get the help that he needed. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know why it is what it is the way that it is, but it seems like we're we're hearing this more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's you know the onset of social media. I, yeah. I, I don't know, uh, but it is definitely becoming the issue of our generation. And I think that 
these two guys, Darren Waller and Hayden Hurst, are saying um, there's there's a move we can make. Yes, you know we we can we can let people know that it's okay to talk about this stuff uh, and to share their our stories because you take its power away when you start to share these stories. So uh, I, I got to applaud both of them for doing that. And um, it's just so important. You know, we, we all have kids that are, that are going through it. And I, and I, you know, I'm going to make my 21 year old son watch this because, sure. you know, he, he, he needs to, we, you need to see it, but getting back to Hayden, um, you know, in order for this to be um, valuable, and impactful Hayden realizes that he's just got to tell the the real story, the true story. And he's not going to be filtered about it. He's not going to be politically correct. He's not going to be worrying about what the Panthers think. Mm-hmm. So he does describe a couple of like of the lowest moments for him. And I think you see in him, when you watch this, you see how difficult it is for him to even describe it because there's still shame. He doesn't, he won't look at us. He's sort of turned away and and you saw the body language. Mm -hmm. It's tough, man. It's tough for him. He's not proud of this. Uh, So he's grappling with, with saying it out loud. And there's still like, you know, anxiety that comes up from just telling his story. But like he tells a story tonight that uh, he hadn't told anybody before, Uh, you know, even his mom, who's very close with his mom runs his foundation uh, mm. the Hayden Hurst foundation and, and their entire focus is suicide prevention and mental health for, for young adults. He hadn't told his mom this and she's like his, his partner. Uh, and he told us a story about blacking out while he was with, uh, with the pirates and, and having no recollection of, you know, from 10 or 11 o'clock that night to the next morning and just waking up, as you said, in this parking lot, not knowing if he, you know, he's looking down and, and he sees, his shirt's ripped. He has throw up on his shirt. The the rear view mirror of his car is in a, in the back seat and shattered. He's like, where am I? And I hope I didn't hit somebody with this car. And I hope I didn't kill somebody. Because you just, you have no, uh, no track on, on yeah. the last 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I, I think what was, was eye-opening for me is that that event, uh, got him to, um, say, Hey, I think baseball, I got, I got to make a change. I got to get out of baseball. Uh, but it didn't, it wasn't the event where he said, I need help. I have a problem. I need to go. It was just, I got to switch to baseball. And I think one of the things we learn in listening to Hayden, I'm sorry, I got to switch to football. We learn in listening to Hayden Hurst is a lot of times you, your mind plays tricks on you and you think, Oh, it's just the environment I'm in. If I change my environment, everything will be fine. You know, if I get around different friends, everything will be fine. If I just change from, you know, hard liquor to beer, everything will be fine and all this stuff. But until you really address those issues, things aren't going to be fine. They're, you're just kicking the problem down the cor- down the curve a little bit. So so he ends up doing that. And even as his football career starting to take off at South Carolina, he still has these problems because he hasn't addressed them yet. And that's when the depression, anxiety and all that stuff reaches its height. And that's where the attempted suicide happens. And, and that ultimately becomes the bottom point where he asks for help, gets the help he needs and, and changes his life. And he's been clean uh, for, I think, eight or nine or 10 years. Uh, and he's, you know, he's healthy and he's helping tons and tons of other people get healthy. So it's an incredibly inspiring story. But we learn a lot about the 
the way the mind of a young adult is, especially like an elite athlete like that. A guy who has everything going for him, an elite athlete, he has a good family. He's very close to his parents. He's close to his father, who's his biggest supporter, uh, uh, encourages him. Look, if you want to quit baseball, uh, that's that's what you think you need to do. Um, and, and this is the lesson for all of us, right? That 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 this can this can occur to anyone at any time, especially young people. And when they turn to these things, I think at one point Waller says, "Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are." Like right. those pills are going to get you the, that alcohol, like all those addictions are going to have an, a negative impact on you. And it doesn't really care where you're from. So from that standpoint, the honesty in this, and, and, and I kept coming back to this one thinking was these guys have really thought about sharing this. Like, what is the why here? You mentioned there's a, there's a lot of potential negatives, right? Future employers, whatever may think, well, I don't know. Um, they want to help people. They want, if they, yeah. they really, feel like they have this platform and and I don't know that it's cathartic for them necessarily, but they don't want anyone to have to suffer the way they did and and right. and they're willing to and brave enough to share this to 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 help others. I, I think they remember what it felt like. They have not forgotten what it felt like to be in that place. Yeah. And it is um it's something they just don't want for anyone else to feel. And I think they also feel very, both of them feel very privileged and honored to be where they are and to have gotten through it. And it's like, wow, you know, I I don't want to go back there personally. Mm -hmm. And I don't want these, you know, all these kids that I'm signing autographs for, I don't want them going there. And it's just, it's, it's a responsibility they both feel. And it's, it's incredibly, um, it's inspiring to me. I mean, I, I just, I love the selflessness of it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I and I also got to give Waller credit because look, he's not a professional interviewer. You do get the feeling you're just eavesdropping on a conversation between two guys that have yeah. been through similar things and teammates. That's that's not an easy thing to do. Um, but he still gets him to share his story yeah. as if, you know, and I think their prior relationship certainly helps that. There's a trust, but there's a vulnerability there that Darren just continues to go, you know, and, and, and yeah. continues to ask questions, which is hard to do. I've been on the other side and that's I know. It's not easy. Well, we, we talk about, it's funny. We, there's a prior relationship there, but what's mm-hmm. interesting is they were teammates on the Baltimore Ravens in 2018. They're mm-hmm. both tight ends. They're in the same tight end room. Yeah. God knows how many hours a day. And they've never had this conversation until now. That's crazy. Yeah. And the reason for that is because, you know, uh, our society, our culture, we just don't want to share our weaknesses. And, you know, you're, you're fighting for a position. You're, you're, you're trying to, you know, trying to win a spot on a team. The last thing you're going to say, Hey, I, you know, I have this stuff I'm battling. So it, it's very, uh, it, it's, a, it's a reflection on, on where we are in our society uh, that they never had the conversation before now, but, but to go back to what you were saying about the intimacy of it, um, you know, we've done a lot of these, um, and, and in sports television or sports production, they call them, sometimes they call them sit down interviews, which is, you know, you see, uh, you see them all the time on Sunday morning, you know, you got Aaron Andrews sitting across from, uh, Dak Prescott and they're, you know, they're doing a the thing and the lighting's great. And this, and there's cameras on a dolly and it's glitzy. And we didn't want to do that. We wanted to strip all of that away. And really, we shot this more like a scene from a movie. Uh, there's yeah. no computers. There's no Zooms. There's none of that stuff. Yeah. Waller's actually in Las Vegas. Um, 
Hearst is in Jacksonville Beach. It's incredibly cinematic how it's framed and everything. But it feels like two guys talking on a phone uh, and they're both on their speakerphones talking. It just, I don't know, something about it. It's, I, I can't tell you how many of these I've done. And this is number one on the list for the most intimate. I've just never, yes. we've never gotten to this level of authenticity and, and just unfiltered stuff before this one. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm really proud of that. You, you should be. It's a, it's a remarkable piece and it's Darren Waller and Hayden Hurst. It's called purpose. Correct. Yeah. Um, and it airs, tell us where we can see this uh, tonight and beyond tonight. So tonight is uh, Tuesday, uh, September 12th, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern uh, on NFL Network is the uh, the season premiere of NFL 360. Uh, if you miss it tonight, uh, you can catch it on, on uh, NFL Plus later in the week. You can also, I think we'll have it out on YouTube and, and uh, NFL.com and all of that later in the week. So we'll have it on all the NFL platforms, but the real premiere is tonight. Uh, on the show. And there's also two really other great features we've been working on uh, a lot this off season. One of them's uh, on the city of Buffalo, who's been through so much heartache and tragedy off the field um, in the past year, starting with the mass shooting uh, at the tops market last fall, there were 10, 10 people lost their lives and it was a racially motivated shooting. Uh, and then, you know, moving into the season and, the, uh, the the vicious snowstorm that that killed nearly fifty people, uh, and then Demar Hamlin dropping. It's just the city's just been through a lot, and we we have a really cool piece that uh, recognizes their resilience. Um, one of my favorite pieces we've ever done, and then we have a piece on uh, a guy you may not have heard of, uh, who is a special teams ace for the Washington Commanders. His name is Jeremy Reeves. And he was actually the 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 uh, all pro special teamer this year, which there aren't very many of those, right? And he is a guy who has been cut four or five times and had found his way back. And but for uh, the inspiration of his mother, who passed away, um, and had sent him a very special note, is what kind of turned his career around. And some of you may have seen on social media because uh, it was going around last year the moment where uh, his coach uh, lets him know. That he's made the pro he, he's he's all he's made the the all pro team as a special teamer and it's like we all cried our eyes out when we saw that uh, and we ended up uh, making a feature about it so those are the three for tonight uh, it's a great night for NFL 360 and again thank you for always uh, caring about our show and 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 watching our pieces and and inviting your listeners to do the same I really really appreciate it. Well, we're we're very grateful that you include us on this uh, and any other stories you do. And it is the best storytelling there is in the NFL, NFL 360. Trent Cooper, thanks so much for this and best of luck. And and uh, go Bucks! And <laughs> I, I still am smiling from the uh, the win on Sunday. One and I'm oh, all baby. in on Baker. I'm all yeah. in on Baker. You got to be on Baker. Boring Baker was good Baker on Sunday. That was That's good. Right. That's right. Thanks, right. guys. Have, have thanks, a great man. day. See you, Trent. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. 
Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us.